This podcast of the Model Health Show is presented to you by Sean Stevenson with Rare Gym Productions. For more information, visit the SeanStevensonModel.com. Welcome to the Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson here with my awesome, powerhouse, amazing producer of the Model Health Show. Thank you so much for putting this whole jam together. Mm. And my co-host, Jade Harrell. What's up, Jade? What's happening, Sean? <laughs> How are you doing today? Today I am fantanominal. Fantanominal. Mm-hmm. Fantanominal. What is yes, that? Yes, fantastically, amazingly phenomenal. Uh, did you just do a triple play? You know how rare that is? I know, like a gem. It's like seeing a Sasquatch. <laughs> You know, right, apparently foot. there's new pictures, by yeah, the way. Yeah. To, to refuel or, the craze. Or nah. Or nah. There's <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Somebody. <laughs> so, anyways, you Running know, some good, random guy out there is like, I saw him. That's right. I saw the Harriet some. <laughs> I was riding in my truck. He looked I saw me He looked me dead in my soul. <laughs> right. <laughs> Be careful of Sasquatches. How do you plur- how do you plurify <laughs> that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so cute to see my son, you know, Brayden, oh, when he when they when the kids start to put the plurals mm-hmm, on things, mm-hmm. you know, um, he's I think he, he's asking something about the show. He's like, are there any guests coming on? Aww. You know, it's so he cute, man. Awesome. You don't want to correct him either. It's okay. just like, stay cute forever. <laughs> There's some things my son, my six year old son, Jordan says still. 16. Yeah. And I don't correct him. Uh-huh, <laughs> it's uh-huh. so funny. I don't remember what they are right now. But anyways, guys, thank you so oh, much for I've tuning into the show. One, yeah. We've got an incredible episode lined up for you guys. I'm so excited about this mm-hmm. because it's one of my favorite topics. Yeah. One of my favorite health practices mm-hmm. is incorporating these medicinal mushrooms, right? I've been studying this for many, many years and it's been an intricate part of my life and I can't wait to share more, but we've got somebody who knows this stuff inside and out. I mean, he's lived Mm -hmm. and breathed it Mm -hmm. as we all have, as you're going to find out today, (laughs) Right. this medicinal mushrooms and how valuable they are. There's so much clinical research and what you're going to learn today is actually going to blow your mind and how much pharmaceuticals are actually tied into mushrooms as well you know some of the stuff that yeah it's it's absolutely mind-blowing he knows his shrooms he knows his stuff so (laughs) before that check this out what this Uh new protein Uh right hemp force protein there's a new recovery protein do you understand they've got recovery protein we just did a show talking Mm -hmm. about the uh pre-workout intra-workout post-workout the best and clinically proven stuff across the board. BCAAs, we mm-hmm. talked about that. They've actually put the BCAAs into the Just hemp protein. Made it simple. Plus, they've added in colostrum. <laughs> oh, right? We're talking oh, about really? growth factor. All right, we've got pure, that pure That's right. growth factor in there. I'm proud of that. And a lot of them also mute, immunofactors, growth factors, stuff that mm-hmm. you're not going to find anywhere else concentrated into this protein. It tastes amazing. Okay. So you can check that out. Also, the Hemp Force Protein, what, what the original. What's that Recovery called? Protein. It's called yeah, Recovery Protein. Right, well, it's for that purpose. <laughs> so check that out. I'll like, talk more about it coming up yeah, soon we'll have because to. it's it's amazing. And I'm just not testing it out, so I don't mm-hmm. want to say too much yet until mm-hmm. I see, make sure that my body is vibing 120%. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, just yeah, from what I've already you're experienced. you're killing it out here. Oh, my man, goodness. I'm watching you. your Instagram. I mean, keep, thank you. I mean, seriously. In in the 15 seconds i felt like wow we've been all around the gym yeah. we've done things that i mean i say we because yeah. as you're doing it my mirror neurons are saying <laughs> one I'm day there. i'm there that muscle up i'm on it <laughs> that's right that's, and that's right. what i really work on uh as have made devoted my life to is that you know function this word functional fitness mm-hmm. but you know i've been doing this stuff for a long time yeah but really incorporating these power lifts that this was that. a part that was left out for me 
Um, but it's not in the last like five or six years I've been incorporating, but early in my career, it was a lot more, you know, it was free weight stuff, mm-hmm. body weight stuff, mm-hmm. the machine, stuff like that. But really having that component with the with the power lifts, you know, the deadlifts, right. the, the heavy squats, um, but also the the functional kind of body weight stuff, mm-hmm. you know, so really getting acclimated and very uh, literate on moving my own body, you I know, so that. the handstand push-ups right. and you see the Superman push-ups, exactly. the muscle-ups, all this stuff that I can do With now. perfect form, yeah. though, you People know? Message me like, you make it look so easy. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but it's because of that practice, sure. you know, and it's just a lot of this stuff is, is the technique, but also it's the small things, you know, nutrition plays a huge role here, of course. you know, and being able to do stuff, you know, people literally half my, mm-hmm. my arch, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's really exciting, but also it's, it's more exciting to get this into the hands of more people, the young people, right. You know, get the kids on this stuff. What if we can get some of these like Olympic athletes on the, the, the real, right, right. real, you know, it's going to be crazy. It's like, what else can you do? Well, our, st- you know? our scholars, our students. Yeah, exactly. Just exactly. We just watched a, a mm-hmm. rocket launch. Right. Right. She Life. put up a right uh, a rocket launch today. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to get inside of a missile. You said that. And you're going to shoot me into space. <laughs> right. Just crazy stuff that we are able to you do. Right. Just know. But um, so also <laughs> hemp force protein, uh, albumin, yeah. three to one ratio albumin uh, and edestin, which is exclusively mm-hmm. found in hemp. Very, very bioavailable source of protein, building block for your human tissues. Mm-hmm. And it's exclusively found in this protein. So the Hemp Force Protein, the Vanilla Acai, Choco Maca, check them out. Mm-hmm. Head over to onit.com, O-N-N-I-T.com forward slash M-O-D-E-L. You're going to get 10% off. Now let's get to the iTunes review of the week. This is nice. This is from Kim C. in Tennessee. Five stars. Worthy health and lifestyle information. Love, love this podcast. I have learned so much and tried many new things that have made my health so much better. At 54, I feel great, truly great. I love that Sean and Jade introduced me to the concepts and other experts in the field of wellness. I am working on my own certifications to help people my age live life to their fullest and healthiest. Thank you for changing my belief systems. Keep sharing and you are making a difference. Awesome. I love that. Thank you so much. Big virtual hug. Uh Thank you for leaving that review for us. And everybody, thank you so much for leaving these reviews on iTunes. And paying it forward. Keep them coming. Yes, pay it forward. That's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all Mm -hmm. about. All right, let's go ahead and get to our special guest and our topic of the day. Our guest today is Taro Isocoplia. And he is a 13th generation family farmer hailing from Finland. Shout out to Finland. We've got a nice audience in Finland. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, In 2012, Taro founded Four Sigmatic. Mm -hmm. Mm. Best known for its mushroom coffee products, Taro and Four Sigmatic have been featured in prominent media outlets, including Vogue, Time, Forbes, BuzzFeed, Bon Appetit, Mm. and many others. Now based in Santa Monica, California, that's where we hung out at. And uh, (laughs) we um, had, had a couple of nice little... Nice little beverages. I bet you did. Uh, nice little beverages. <laughs> the best uh, of the best. Tarot is... Did he have them in like a fancy case? Oh, you we, know, went to a, with we went to a spot. We went to Cafe Gratitude. Oh, Shout man. out to Cafe Gratitude. Yeah, okay. Uh, Tarot is a renowned source on superfoods, an expert on natural health. And in 2016, Tarot was also chosen as one of the world's top 50 food activists okay, so by the are. Academy of Culinary Nutrition. And I'd like to welcome to the Model Health Show, my friend... Tarot. What's going on, Tarot? Only best things ever. Oh, 
That's right. I'm going to clap it up for you, man. My pleasure, man. I want to give a five-star review for you guys. You're the best. Hey, I received that, man. We love you. Thank you. You're the podcast that other podcasts wants to be. (laughs) (laughs) Just tell it like it is, bro. I mean, just tell it like it is. That's because we got that show. Man, yeah, we're definitely on that. (laughs) But man, it's so great to talk to you. And you're just one of the most giving, bright Mm -hmm. people that I know. Real talk, just right off the bat, I want to share that with everybody. And also brilliant. But I'd love for you to share a little bit of your story. Um, Obviously, we just mentioned that you're from Finland. But talk a little bit more about this, the family generations of farming. Like, where where are you coming from? And how did you kind of get to this place with mushrooms today? Yeah, totally. So... Um, I grew up in Finland and Finland was about 600 and something years part of Sweden and a little over 100 years part of uh, Russia. So um, we know that we've been having the farm at least 13 generations. That's for sure. But maybe it's even longer. And uh, it's about two hours north of Helsinki. Nobody really knows any cities in Finland, so no point <laughs> of mentioning them. But <laughs> Shout out to Helsinki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but shout out to Helsinki. And... Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, it's a very famous area for organic farming, herbalism. A lot of our neighbors are some of the most known herbalists in the in the Nordic countries. And then I went to an environmental school that my great granddad helped to found. So we were essentially like building nests for owls and collecting wild food. And you know, I grew up showering in spring water, so it was a very natural lifestyle. And uh, yeah, it's uh, the land of thousands of lakes. So there's a lot of lakes and springs and water and forest. And what you find in forest, which is so Finland is somewhat similar to, let's say, Maine and Vermont. So we find a lot of wild berries and mushrooms, and that's where the mushroom stuff started, uh, collecting kind of the edible mushrooms, the chanterelles and yeah. polities of the world. And then uh, by accident, about 12 years ago, me and my friend found a rare mushroom that was only thought to grow in one island in Japan, growing in also in Finland, and we won an innovation award for that. But my true passion was always like optimal physical performance, I wanted to become a pro athlete, and so I was always interested in how to improve performance. So essentially, performance-boosting stuff and mushrooms were just so potent, so that took me away. Oh, oh man. Cool. You just stumbled upon <laughs> a rare um, lost mushroom that shouldn't even been in that region. It was meant for you. Yeah. It was designed for you. You know... Yeah, maybe. What a beautiful you know, background. I'm really curious about... Uh, the culture there, mm-hmm. you know, I'd love to know more about that, you know, where, uh, where they're like, cause you know, today it's, we're very far from, removed from this, especially in our kind of modernized, westernized culture where my grandfather, and this is a story I, I have shared only like a handful of times, um, growing up, you know, he hunted and my grandmother had her own garden, these kind of things. And eventually they moved to the quote country, all right. And he would forage and gather mushrooms and then he would actually sell them, right? I know this is crazy, right? But I was so disconnected from that, Mm -hmm. you know, like he actually passed away before I really woke up, you know, or just kind of right around that time period because I would have loved to learn that craft Mm -hmm. from him. Um, But the the, the 80s and the 90s eating got to him, right? right? He like three open heart surgeries, um, but also, you know, so he would do those things, but also that culture, you know, where... He was eating, like, you know, because of the heart problem. Initially, mm-hmm. they had him eat, uh, what is it, country crock, right? Mm-hmm. So he's eating the partially hydrogenated, like mm-hmm. spreading that like mm-hmm. crazy on everything. Grandma's cooking with that. And the um, par- the partially hydrogenated and fully hydrogenated exactly. oils and like jiffy peanut butter and all this stuff. And, mm. you know, so, but he had that interesting balance. But uh, I would have loved to learn more about that. But so was that a part of your culture there where 
people are kind of like going on these nature hikes or something or is it just like like tell me a little bit more about this how you learned about it sure actually a funny story i was just spending time last week with wim hof and his team doing the breathing exercises and there was somebody who was asking like hey so have you tried ice baths like have you ever tried it and i'm like yeah <laughs> and he was like when when did you try it for the first time i was like i was maybe like five or six when we jumped into frozen lake with my grandma wow. you know so sauna Living in the countryside is a big thing, especially summertime. People leave the cities. They go and live in cottages that don't necessarily have running water. So kind of dwelling, living off the land for summers at least, and and in our case, throughout the year. And sauna is actually a finished thing as well. But as Mm. far as the foraging goes, pretty much everybody has forged berries because they're yummy. You know, so people forage bilberries, which are like essentially wild blueberries, uh, lingonberries, uh, wild raspberries, wild strawberries. So everybody's familiar with that. Mushrooms here and there, most people are. So some of the most classic Nordic cuisines like mushroom soups are, they're, it's very popular. But um, yeah, we don't even consider it like organic. It's not like necessarily the biggest thing. Now it's becoming a big thing again, but for a long time it was just food. You know, it was traditional food. Mm. And it's it's kind of funny. It's like now it's a, it's an kind of a hot thing but it was just food it was not organic food it was just food yeah. you know right. so well you started making it an offering to the world in a sense really with and, and i would take it back to that major discovery of the rare mushroom but bringing those things that we most certainly need it's hot now because it's something that we've gotten so far away from sean mm-hmm. said he was removed and i'm glad that you even remember that about your grandfather that's powerful no that they, they actually there. i found this out later Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was there. But then, you know, you, in a sense, brought that to, brought it to light by living out fully and and, and not necessarily turning it over to the way we, many of us have become. You brought that to light. And so now we're all able to enjoy and embrace that. So it's hot, but it's it's back to our core. It's the things that really make us who we are that we needed to connect with. Yeah. And one one of the things you just brought up um, is this label and we get into this label with everything. And now there are actually some labels of different mushrooms, you know. So let's talk about those. Let's talk about the different categories of mushrooms. So we're talking about primarily medicinal mushrooms, but what are the other types of mushrooms that there are? So, yeah, there's definitely different kinds of mushrooms. To keep it really simple, we can think of like most people think of the culinary mushrooms or mm-hmm. nutritional mushrooms. So when they go to your gro- local grocery store and you see those mushrooms near the kale and tomatoes in the store. Those are usually the culinary mushrooms. And those are great alternative source for vegetables. So they have fiber. They have some, some of them are even complete protein. Um, They have some minerals, some vitamins, you know, they create alternatives. So you should definitely eat those every now and then. So that's your portobello, cremini. Um, Then there is a category of, obviously people talk about psychedelics. So that's another thing that people talk. It's gaining a lot of momentum. Um, and then there is these medicinal mushrooms that often are actually growing on trees. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize is that a lot of these good mushrooms grow on trees and they get the energy off the tree. And this is not a woo-woo thing, especially one of my um, favorite mushrooms, chaga. It's most scientifically, uh, one of the most scientifically um, studied compounds, petulin and petulinic acid, actually come from the tree grows in, which is birch. So without the tree, there is mm. not the medicinal properties of chaga the same way. So it's kind of like the same way as plants collect the energy. Like you mentioned hemp. Hemp is a beautiful plant. And hemp collects the energy of the soil and the sun. Uh, mushrooms collect the energy of 
in this case from the trees because mushrooms are like humans that they cannot produce their own food they have to pr get the food from external sources mm -hmm. like from the tree so these medicinal mushrooms are another category then there's many kinds of yeasts um, so to make beer or wine or <laughs> or bread or or spores in the air there's different kinds of spores so as we're talking right now every one of us is breathing in these spores and so there's many different kinds of mushrooms um, both from a scientific point of view and their use case, but that's kind of a high level layman terms. Yeah, I that's love still that. The blow you just your said, mind part. yeah, you yeah, just said a couple of really blown. things, really important things here. Number one, you just said we're breathing spores, mushroom spores. So what? Like, and also you said <laughs> I want you to talk about that. And also you said that mushrooms are kind of like people. So let's start yeah. there. All right. So mushrooms are kind of in their own category class. Uh, we yeah. kind of think of them as vegetables in our world, but they're not. Let's talk about that first. Yeah, let's start with that. So a lot of people do think that if you're on a plant-based diet, then you'll eat plants and mushrooms. But actually, fungi, which is the kingdom, fungi or fungi, you can say either way, fungi are a different kingdom. So they're separate from plants, animals, bacteria, and other simple cell creatures. So they're very distinctly different. But 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 what's really interesting is that we used to be part of the same super kingdom as animals and fungi. Hmm. So we're way closer to animals are way closer to fungi than to plants. And that means it's also the best thing about fungi and the worst thing about fungi. Because of this DNA similarity that is up to fifty percent of our body and eighty to eighty five percent of our ribosomal DNA. So how we synthesize proteins is the same with fungi. So essentially almost half mushroom. <laughs> Crazy. So, so because of this, we're really prone to fungal disease. And you, I'm sure a lot of listeners, yeah. you know, candida mm -hmm. or mold in buildings, those are all bad kinds of fungi. Yeah. Also the good kind of mushrooms, they, they can do amazing stuff. So almost 40% of pharmaceuticals are utilized fungi, anything from penicillin to immunosuppression. So out of the 20 best-selling drugs in the 21st century, 10 utilize fungi. So from the 20 bestsellers, 10 utilize fungi. And it's a lot to do with this DNA similarity that we have with animals and fungi. So that's kind uh, of... Leah, yeah, so is there not uh, some smoke coming out right now of my yeah. head? Because that's so powerful for us to really realize that yeah. we are more similar mm -hmm. to mushrooms than almost you know anything on the planet it's very mm -hmm, strange mm -hmm. in, a, in a in a way but also we're breathing in mushroom spores so tell us a little bit more about that yeah so same way as any plant or animal there's different parts to these fungi so um i guess we can start from the beginning which is the seed or the spore or the sperm and that's called so that's the spore so how does life start in the fungal kingdom is from the spore and which is the seed of mushrooms. And then that creates hyphae, hyphae creates mycelium. Mycelium is like the rooting network. So wherever you walk right. in the earth, you'll be walking on top of mycelium. It's the wood wipe web. So it's like a web, and it's like spider web underground, mm -hmm. and all plants utilize it to collect water. So this is underground, you're not gonna see it, but it's everywhere. So it's important to know that, mycelium. And mycelium will then, you, depending on the mushroom types, but usually collects all of its life force from a large area or body into these fruiting bodies and pop it up, usually annually, there's exceptions. So think of it like, uh, the most common example is think of like an apple and an apple tree. The mycelium is like the tree itself. It's gonna stay multiple years, if not decades, or if not even hundreds of years. 
And, but once a year, it's going to pop these fruits, which I'll call fruiting bodies. And the fruiting body is actually the mushroom. So if you hear the word mushroom, you're thinking of the fruiting body. Mm-hmm. And if you go to the grocery store and you see those mushrooms, those are the fruiting bodies. The mycelium was left underground. And then later at the life cycle of that fruiting body, it's going to create spores and start to cycle again. So three things you need to know is spores are the seeds. Mycelium is the kind of important part for the ecosystem environment. Yeah. And fruiting body is the part you want to eat. Wow. Yeah. We're so- in a big old womb. <laughs> Of course. Right. I mean, we're in the womb. Now, yes. similar. You you said that mushrooms are similar to us. So number one, they're similar to us. So that inherently should sprout intelligence in your mind when you think. Of, and I said sprout uh, when you think of mushrooms. That there's this hyper intelligence there. When we just look past it, as this is some kind of inert, random thing that's just there, you know. But actually, when you talk about that network, you know, the mycelium. I remember reading years ago that. It's really mushrooms are responsible in a large degree, like for for forests, you know, and just how they're communicating and sending data throughout the network Mm -hmm. of plants, Mm -hmm. you know, so that one tree over here has got some issues. So they're going to send nutrients over to this tree. It's it's absolutely mind blowing. But what what we're looking at and what we're interested in is getting the right parts of the mushroom. Right. That's one of the important things. And also the extraction process is is one of the issues. So. When you talked about culinary mushrooms, uh, those are things that we, you know, we think about, you know, we chop them up, they put, you know, put them on pizza or whatever, um, or you make some, uh, you know, some mushroom boats or whatever. You put some hummus in there. You got to say hummus. 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 <laughs> into, the, into the mushroom. But anyways, um, what about the medicinal mushrooms? You know, you can't just walk up and start, well, you can chew on uh, some reishi, but Same how do you actually thing. extract the goodies out of, you mentioned chaga earlier. So let's start with chaga. How do you actually extract some of those goodies out of it? Yeah, this is, this is a great topic. Because like you said, like we've forgotten a lot of this knowledge for a couple of generations. And so a lot of people don't have this understanding. And now with the rise of paleo and fermented foods and sea veggies and all these things that are kind of ancient food, they're becoming back on trend. It also means we have to relearn somehow how, ways how we prepare food. Because like you prepare fermented foods differently from fresh foods. The same way with these mushrooms, it's slightly different. And in this case, they have this layer, this cell structure, chitin, which is, think of like the shell of a lobster. So they have like a shell of a lobster that we cannot penetrate. Yep. And we lack this enzyme or we have very little of it. So we cannot eat it. It's they're inedible. So inedible. So how do you prepare them is like preparing another ancient amazing food, which is bone broth. So you first start by cooking them slowly. It's not a tea. Tea is called an infusion. This is called decoction. Decoction is when you cook it longer over a time and you, you extract these um, water-soluble compounds predominantly these polysaccharides so we can go later on why, why they're so important for our health. And, um, and then we should also add a lipid fat or a tincture. Tincture is when you extract it with alcohol and you get these more adaptogenic fat-soluble compounds out of them. So the mushrooms in general have two kinds of compounds, some that are these water-soluble that generally are good for our immune system, which is really important. People are, people, it's like sleep. Yeah. Somebody needs to be the PR agency for the immune system because we <laughs> rarely think of our immune system until we're sick. Same uh-huh. with sleep. We should always be thinking of our immune system same way as we're focusing on our sleep. And then we have these fat soluble compounds that usually are extracted with alcohol tincturing 
Uh, everybody's probably seen in some natural store those little bottles yeah. and uh, those take the adaptogenic properties out um, and that combining those two together and evaporating the alcohol is often called a dual extract yeah so, okay now so let's now. let's break down and talk about each of those categories because they're incredibly important and I remember you know over 10 years ago um, I believe the first one I fell in love with was probably Rishi mm. and just not really understanding you know I was getting specifically hot water extracted um, Rishi, I think it's like mushroom science or something like that before I really got hip to Four Sigmatic and the <laughs> awesome way they're doing this. So let's talk about what is coming. What are we getting from Chaga, for example, um, when we're doing a hot water extraction versus that alcohol extraction? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, I kind of, and I, I know you've talked about it, but we, they have these many sugars, these polysaccharides, yeah. especially these beta glucans that have immunomodulatory benefits. So it's like <clears throat> it helps when your immune system is low or if your immune system is too high. Um, almost if you go to an immune section of any store, they always say like here are the immune system supporters. They're almost always immunostimulants only. So it's essentially just boosting your immune system. But a lot of people these days have a hyperactive immune response when autoimmune disorders have gone through the roof like Crohn's disease, MS disease, arthritis. So what these mushrooms have is this intellect of modulating it. And these are these polysaccharides that we get with the hot water. They're amazing. They're awesome. So having those hot water extracts is great. But what they also have, for example, chaga, is these things like betulin and petulinic acid that have these antiviral properties, totally like next level. And, and those things can, for example, uh, and also chaga is probably one of the internet loves to debate about this, but one of the highest sources of antioxidants in the world, gram per gram. Yeah. But more particularly is like what type of antioxidants Chaga has. So with this alcohol, we can get these melanin and SOD. Yeah. And these are two super vital things. So melanin, let's start with that. Melanin is the compound we pigment that comes when we tan. And so people have heard about it right. often actually. And that's, so that's great for our eyes, our our skin mm. and our hair. So it's like a natural sunblock, but also if you want to look beautiful and young, you should drink a lot of chaga. Yeah. And then SOD is one of these absolute monsters in, in the nutritional world, super oxase dismutase, and it's just so anti-inflammatory, yeah. so antiviral. It's amazing for your gut. Actually, the original research on chaga came from Russia in the 17th <clears throat> century, and a lot of it was for gut health and digestive issues. So Chaga has a long history with gut health and digestive issues. And, and so if you travel or you're a lot in the car or generally inflammated, chaga helps. And then you want to get those, probably those fat-soluble alcohol-extracted compounds out of them. Yeah. You know, nice. there's so many great nuggets here. And I really want people to be able to embrace this because this could be something that's valuable for many, many years to come, many vital, healthy years to come. Um, this, he just said it, you know, we, we need somebody standing up and really representing the immune system. You know, your immune system is what is defending your body from every nefarious thing that's coming in, you're coming in contact with, which is happening all the time. Every microsecond, your immune system is dealing with something to keep you healthy and learning. It is intelligent. It's learning very quickly. Medicinal mushrooms help your immune system. They're like training programs like you remember on the matrix mm -hmm. when he got like jacked in he's right. like i know kung fu <laughs> yeah. whoa right. and he just got jacked in right so this is doing this like for your nk cells your natural killer cells and helping to and he said it's immunomodulator so if your immune system is running too hot it can help to bring it down which is super valuable for 
people today whose immune systems have gotten off track because of you know hyperexposure to you know gluten or whatever. It's you know something that's breaking apart their uh, gut lining, but that's a whole other thing we've talked about many times. Mm -hmm. The bottom line is it helps to cool that off, bring it back down, is being an immunoregulator in a way. And the same thing, if your immune system needs to be kicked up a notch, but also I love the fact that he said that we only think about it when we get sick. Mm -hmm. This is what's different about what you do and what I do. Let's be proactive in this. So if I do know, for example, I'm going to be traveling, I'm going to be jumping on this flight, this flight, I'm not going to wait till something happens so I start feeling a little whatever. I'm going to really ramp it up with my chaga or with my reishi, whatever it is that I'm using, you know, my, even my uh, botanical vitamin C. I'm going to be proactive in that. You know, of course, having some daily things as well. So um, being, being tonic-like, you know, something that you can use every day versus coffee, you know, where you can push the gas down too far, which I want to come back and talk about in a minute. Mm-hmm. But this is some powerful stuff he's talking about here. This is your immune system training from these legendary, clinically proven over and over and over again. He mentioned the antioxidant. The internet likes to debate this. Chaga is quite possibly the highest antioxidant substance we know about. Okay. Possibly. Great. Right? Mm-hmm. Regardless, it's up there, like top mm-hmm. five. <laughs> yeah. right? Top Whether five. They agree. Top five dead or alive. There we go. <laughs> you know what's your favorite rapper? <laughs> um, so I want to come back and, uh, oh, one more quick thing. Yeah. Melanin okay, and Chaka? Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we talk about that similarity with humans, with mm-hmm. I mean, wh- where else do you hear something like that? Yeah, That's don't. super powerful, man. Thank you for sharing that. So let's move on. Uh, we talked about Chaga. You know, uh, I want to share this with you, Tara. I don't know if you've seen this your, yourself, but I've gone through seasons in my love of different mushrooms, right? <laughs> you know, uh, I remember Rishi was the first love. Then I, I shifted to cordyceps and then I'd be like focused on it for so, like my body just, there was just an affinity there. And then Chaga came in the picture. I really have this strong affinity towards lion's mane right mm-hmm. now. Like I just, mm-hmm. I, I've got all these selection I could choose from, but I keep like, my, I just want to have lion's mane, you know? So I don't know if you've seen that firsthand, but also let's talk about lion's mane and some of the benefits and why my, ba- my body is really jiving with I really it right now. I really want to know how come, yeah. Well, let's start with the fact that it's not actual mane of the lion. It's a mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> so some people mistake that it's as well. It's fluffy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so it's a mushroom like chaga that grows on trees. You can get it in northeast. It looks like the mane of a lion or sometimes like a pom-pom mushroom. Or they, it has a lot of names. But um, why is it interesting for our health is is there's a lot of foods out there if you want to like a pre-workout booster. Like if you're looking for a pre-workout booster or even a recovery product, you have a lot of options. But for cognitive health in a safe way, um, for example, these nerve growth factors in our brain, and I know you've talked about it, the blood-brain barrier before, and we can go there in detail as well if you want, but there's not a lot of stuff that can help repair our nervous system and our brain. Actually, when I started studying, my mom taught like physiology and anatomy in the 80s, they thought it's impossible. So it was only like in 90s and now just recent years, we figured out that you can start rebuilding these big time. And the innovator of these nerve cofactors, I, I believe she was an Italian. And I think she was the oldest Nobel winner um, in science. And I think she lived like 103 and served in the Italian Senate or government until the day she died. So powerful stuff. So yeah. anti-aging properties originally kind of used for Parkinson and Alzheimer, but it's we all need extra pain power and it's a very safe way because a lot of these nootropics out on the market are not always that safe on, on daily or weekly basis. You have to rotate them and then you have to know kind of what you do. So, you know, it's, it's, this is not Adderall <laughs> for sure, right. but it's a safe way to help rebuild your brain and nervous system. And this is vital both if you're an athlete, um, nervous system recovery is one of the hardest things yeah. you can do. 
muscle, you can, you can clean out that lactate and that, um, that, um, pores workout muscle soreness, you can get out pretty easily. But that once, if you mess up your nervous system, it can take weeks and months and, you know, a long time to recover. So Alliance Man is great for that. And obviously if people who work in offices and little need that natural boost, highly recommend looking into Lion's Mane. Yeah, I, I want to talk about that really quickly. Um, this cu- recovery with the nervous system. And, you know, I, I saw this years ago, like when I first started deadlifting, uh, like seriously deadlifting, uh, it wasn't that I was sore the next week, you know, or, you know, maybe five days later, I feel like oh, I can definitely get into this, but my nervous system just wouldn't, it just wouldn't fire. Right. Like my body just wouldn't do it. And it's because that nervous system needed to recover. Um, th- there's a lot of like, it's, it's a, an electrical system, you know, there's a lot of wattage going mm-hmm. through when you do certain things. And so as you develop and strengthen that ability to handle more wattage, mm-hmm. um, it takes time for your body to adjust and to adapt as it grow moves up in those levels. And so I love that. So maybe that is a big factor for me and why I'm so attracted to it right now, because I've been on that brain gain for a long time, just like you know, learning and studying and finding ways to teach and all that stuff, absorbing a lot. Uh, so I don't think it's as much for my for my brain directly, but it could be that as well. Mm-hmm. But you mentioned something, you know, being neuroprotective and having that nerve growth factor um, stimulation as well. Like we're talking about the ability for you. And we've actually, it's funny enough, we just had Dr. Wendy Suzuki on here, neuroscientist, and talking about specific parts of our brain can continue to grow significantly into older age. Mm-hmm. But they're... There are parts of our, our brain overall needs to be uh, protected, number one, and also we need to support it in developing new brain cells, you know, and this is one of those ways that you can do that. Lion's mane is super valuable. And, and I can comment on that as well. If Even if you're not an athlete, I know you do a lot of sprints and sprints are one of the things that are really tough for your, for your, uh, for your nervous system, but yeah. also people just living your normal lifestyle is 10 years ago, we really didn't have iPhones. And I know you yeah. were the one that turned me into this, but like the scrolling of the Instagram and how it affects our, you know, dopamine and our search and like all that stuff is that we have a lot more nervous system stimulants in the world now than yeah. we probably had before. So just the baseline stress, even if you're not a pro athlete, even if you're not Sean Stevenson giving keynotes <laughs> and like firing on all cylinders, if you're just <laughs> a mom working, you have a lot more of these nervous system stimulants out there and you got to be mindful of that. And I also want to say to the chaga previously is the eye thing. I think it's going to be big. I think where yep. in five to 10 years, eye health is going to be a way bigger focus mm, than it is today yeah. because we are sk- staring at these screens all day long. Nobody's talking about it because it takes a long time before it really kicks in. But eye health people. Mm-hmm. So get those polyphenols and those chagas out there into your body because like that's going to be huge. We look at the screens way too much and I don't think it's going to go away. So we have to adjust. So rather than saying is like, don't look at the screen at work, try find ways how you can balance that modern lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I'd love for you guys to help us more with that balance part because they all sound like great mushrooms to have in our lives. And you went through your cycle and right now it's lion's mane. But I wonder if we have to be careful, you know, I can get going on lion's mane and I didn't get my chaga enough or can they all three go on at the same time? Should I make a, yeah, can I make a shroom shake? Yeah. So it's actually funny because a lot of people have been in the last 10, 20 years consuming these mushrooms in supplements. And so people are scared of supplements. Can I take, it's a supplement. I don't want to eat supplements. But the reason for that is 
been a lot because they're very bitter. Mm. So most people don't like bitters unless it's coffee or hot chocolate or something like that. But people don't like bitter, so they've been eating capsules, so they in- instantly think that it's not safe. But mushrooms are a food. They're what FDA calls often grass status, so generally recorded as safe. So obviously there's many kinds of mushrooms. I'm just talking generally. But generally speaking, they're safe for kids, elderly. It's actually funny. The most toxic and not always safe mushrooms are these culinary mushrooms. There's a lot of people who are allergic to them. And if you have the candida that we talked about, then you shouldn't probably eat that portobello mushroom. Oh, wow. But reishi mushroom or is actually great against candida. And people, a lot of people who are allergic to mushrooms are not allergic to these tree mushrooms and these polar bores. So they're safe. Obviously, like with anything powerful, you should start small and then gradually build it up. <laughs> but you can't, uh, you can't overdose on them per se, and you definitely should mix them. So the best anecdote I can give is think of them like dark leafy greens. Even though I love nettle, even though I love dandelion, I still want to eat a little bit of kale, get that arugula in. So they all have chlorophyll, same way as all these mushrooms have these polysaccharides. But they're slightly different, slightly different mineral structures, slightly different things. So I highly recommend rotating them and using them. And you can definitely, same way as a mixed salad, you can have a mixed mushroom thing. So you can have <laughs> have that shroom shake with 10 mushrooms. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Is there a formula for that rotation? couple weeks, a few days, month or two? Trust your gut. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right. See, Jay, I, I appreciate the question, of course. And, you know, so I'll just give an example for okay. me. How about that? That always helps. <laughs> um, generally, like I said, I'm really vibing with the Lion's Mane right now, mm-hmm. uh, the, the incredible Lion's Mane from Four Sigmatic. And, but I'll strategically, you know, maybe I use it for four days in a row, but then the next three days I'll use cordyceps or something like that. And also I'll, I'll do mixtures as well. Like I, today, just... I can't wait to get home and to have a <laughs> cup of chaga now, you know, just even having this Me conversation. Too, yeah. Yeah. But um, so that's what I'll do. I'll consciously, I'll, I'll, I'm listening to my body is the first go-to. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you need to bring a little bit more, you know, kind of brain into it as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, I know I'm having lion's mane, just like, right. here, go ahead and switch it up a little bit. And also like, if I'm going to work out, I like to use cordyceps, mm-hmm. you know, oh, so sure. I'll have that beforehand sure. as well. Mm-hmm. And maybe um, as far as the the combinations, you guys have some pretty cool combinations. Oh, like yeah. you are, you're tying in. Let's talk. Let's talk about this now. Actually, <laughs> so my wife is in love with the coffee. Yeah, I was gonna say in love with the cocoa, but she's in love with the Four Sigmatic she coffee. Was she was cocoa for a while. Though. We've been, yeah, no, right? right. The the chocolate, yeah. like that was her thing. Seriously. But so we've been together. I mean, we'll just say the first ten years of our relationship. I saw her drink coffee like one time <laughs> since she had Four Sigmatic's coffee. And I'm going to come back and also share our, her little recipe. Um, she's just been like, that's her jam. Mm-hmm. Like, that's her peanut butter and jam, man. <laughs> Why did you decide to combine the medicinal mushrooms with the coffee? So there's two reasons. Um, one reason is that Finnish people drink more coffee than any other nation per capita. So they, we drink Boy. about four cups per day. <laughs> and, 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 and for example, there was a long time I didn't drink any coffee um, so there's someone who drinks eight cups, right? And at the same time, we chaga grows in our forest. And there was a during Second World War, there was a lack of coffee uh, beans. So we used chaga as a coffee substitute. So it was something we did. So and it, the funny part about that is that when you put chaga that tastes something similar to coffee, you also get a lot of these minerals, potassium, C, not radioactive cesium, 
uh, zinc, magnesium, all these minerals are very alkaline forming. So it kind of mm. fixes the one big problem with coffee that is coffee is very acidic. Yeah. Coffee is potentially really good for brain health. So there's studies on Parkinson and Alzheimer and they have antioxidants. I think it's actually number one source of antioxidants in American diet. Mm. That probably talks more about the lack of veggie eating mm. than yeah. the benefits of coffee. But still, we need those antioxidants for heart health. Heart disease is still number one cause of death. So coffee is great, but it's very acidic. So chocolate can fix it. So that's one reason. And then mushrooms like cordyceps can help uh, support your adrenal glands. I'm sure you guys talked about a lot of this, but like the jitters and the adrenal fatigue that is going on because we're just so stimulated all the time. So it's a great mix. The second reason why we did it was actually really funny is that we started by selling mushroom tea that doesn't have any caffeine. So that's your chaga. That's your yeah. lion's mane elixir. And Europeans love tea. We came and we, and so we started the company in 2012 overseas in Europe and Europeans love tea. But when we came to the US, we figured out really quickly that Americans mm. don't have a habit for tea. <laughs> they don't have a habit. And actually this is really sad. Americans generally think that all tea is good because coffee has a bad rep, but we think tea is healthier. So you think like the tea they serve on the airplane is actually good tea. Mm. They don't realize there's big quality differences between teas. Not all teas are created equal. So the thought of them upgrading their tea with mushrooms felt odd because they thought a lot of Americans think that all tea is healthy. So just coffee, everybody's addicted here to coffee. So just making the world's healthiest coffee seemed more attractive mm. to a lot of people. So using the coffee to mask the bitter flavors of these mushrooms is one and also making the coffee healthier is the second reason yeah got it well, so sure I, I love that you mentioned that about the alkalinity factor you know because so when you hear this whole alkaline acidity you know acids and bases or acids and alkaline going back to school um you know there's this there really wasn't sound science behind you know saying that somebody is in an acidic state all right we can definitely be in a state where our body is consuming a lot more acidic compounds, but your body is always working to get back in balance. Some parts right. of your body need to be more acidic than others. Like that gets it out, out of the conversation of the fact that your body in different compartments, different areas are operating differently as far as their acidity and their alkalinity, right? So we want to understand first and foremost that your body is always going to balance out that acidic or alkaline nature in your system. And how does it do that? Mm -hmm. If you're running too alkaline, like if you're consuming a lot of coffee, like whatever, Folgers or Sanka. Right. Yeah. Some Sanka? You drink it mm -hmm. some Sanka? Mm -hmm. um, uh, shout out to, is that even a thing? <laughs> I don't even know if it exists anymore. Anyways, um, if people are drinking that stuff and that just hammering that button, that acidity, it's your body's going to start leaching minerals from your bones, for example, to buffer that acidity. It's going to find a way to buffer that. So it's not saying you're super acidic. It's just you're going to put your body into a state where health is not going to flourish. And so having that alkalinity balance with the mushrooms is a really, really smart thing. I think that's brilliant. And so with that said, wow. um, I know what you're sipping on over there, but I'll just share. Oh, matter of fact, just share how you have your coffee over there today. Um, today I'm just having a, a, a chocolate. So a chocolate. I, oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I have ghee. Um, and then I have some MCT oil, and then I put cinnamon. I love cinnamon. So one of the problems with coffee as well is it can, for some people, not everybody, it can spike your blood sugar a little bit. Mm -hmm. So that's why things like reishi and shiitake, but also cinnamon can help with the yeah. blood sugar management. So it gives a more balanced, both the lipids, the fats, and the cinnamon 
gives me a more balanced energy anyway. So yeah, and you've got the chocolate drinks as well. So the hot chocolates with the mushrooms. So that was a smart thing. Did you start mm-hmm, that when you mm-hmm. came here as well? Did you already have that going? Yeah, we started when we came here. So yeah. people love their uh, Swiss Miss and you <laughs> and whatever. The marshmallows are in it, in the packet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. And so um, the bitterness is one of the things you mentioned, but I want to talk about this with you and your thoughts. Um, part of the missing component, I think, with our healing and I believe there's probably a strong placebo effect along with this and this disconnection from these different medicines and herbs is that a lot of them were throwing a capsule in and it's just opening our first interaction with that herb or that nutrient is when it opens up in our stomach. And we never really associated with our palate and mixing it with our DNA and RNA, all kind of stuff. What do you think about that? Do you think there's like more healing benefits to actually consuming it as a food versus dropping a pill in there all the time? Uh, absolutely. I try to avoid being too woo-woo and saying things that yeah. are not yet proven, but this is one of the things I do believe, and I'm not sure if there's that sound science yet, but I do believe that once we taste anything, our body gets ready to absorb it. So mm. be the saliva, the enzymes, whatever's happening, I feel like you're more ready for it. Um, but even from a culinary point of view, one of the best things you can do to your kids, so everybody out there who have young kids is give them a little bit of bitters. And it doesn't have to be mushrooms, but some form of bitters before they eat and start teaching them to enjoy those bitters. One of my favorites, what I had as a kid was dandelion. And just on every spring chewing on that dandelion, first couple of days it tastes a little gnarly, but uh, after two or three days you've been eating it, it actually start craving for it because your body starts to realize you need it. So bitters are great. Unfortunately, not enough bitters are being eaten and and but I do believe that if you even if I would buy capsules, I often open them in my mouth and try them. Mm. And one good trick is that if you have to consume a lot of capsules, you just open one and can swallow the rest. So you kind of give your taste buds yeah. a little like a preview, mm-hmm. and then you put the rest in your belly. So um, yeah, but I can't scientifically prove that. So take that with a grain of salt. But I fully believe that if you taste it first, it will digest better. Yeah. And over the years, just I've opened up the capsules. I also pour them into smoothies and drinks and things like that. That's why I I loved when your stuff came around with the just these instant packets that are done the right way, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, It's really been a game changer. You know, it's wonderful to have super convenient when I travel. Oh, my goodness. It's made my life so much Mm -hmm. easier than trying to open up all these capsules. So what was Ann's recipe on the coffee? So, yes, that's Mm -hmm. exactly what I want to talk about. Thank you for bringing it back. Can we talk about (laughs) the travel a bit? Yeah, let's let's talk about that. Because it bothers me a little bit that people talk about these daily recommended dosages is that they're made for, you know, on a bell curve, on a normal distribution for the normal person to prevent the biggest illnesses in the world. That's how they're yeah. made. It's not an optimal dosage. It's the, oh. the doses that require to prevent osteoporosis or one of these major illnesses, whatever the nutrient is, and it's not designed for 100% of the population. It's designed in that bell curve for those biggest group of people. But also good to understand when we travel, even if we are on that bell curve, even if we're right smack in the middle of that mean, when we travel, our our lifestyle changes. So our needs for vitamin C or B vitamins or you know zinc or iodine changes because our environment changes. We're in high stress environment. So I think you should really, really double down on all your health strategies when you're traveling or if you're generally just in a high stress environment and you know, and besides mushrooms, I think like things like I mentioned B vitamins or iodine or things like that are really good. 
Yeah, so. I love that. I'll, I'll, I do that when I travel. So uh, recent trip, we'll just say, you know, three days. I'll grab a bunch of the Four Sigmatic packs, you know, some Lion's Made, Cordyceps. I'll throw it in my bag, maybe uh, a Chaga, and I'll throw it in my bag and bring those with me. That's it's fine. super convenient. Mm-hmm. Now, so the strategy, and I'll share my on the I road strategy. Yeah, yeah. All right. So and to, to cut the bitterness. Yeah. You don't necessarily need a sweetener, no. right? Fats help that a lot. And that's why I mentioned, you know, having the ghee because chocolate is bitter, okay. actually. Mm-hmm. So she'll use uh, grass-fed butter and or uh, ghee and or, uh, you know, we're a big fan of the MCT oil. So you can be the plain original MCT oil, flavored MCT mm-hmm. oils, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like strawberry, vanilla, that kind of thing. And my wife, she is a, she's a sweetie, you know, she's, <laughs> she's more into the sweets. So she definitely drops in, um, I think, but it's lower amount than it used to be. Like she used to make a smoothie and like put a whole dropper full of stevia. In there. <laughs> but like three drops is her max. Mm-hmm. Like she'll put three drops of English toffee stevia into her, into her coffee drink. And she'll blend that bad boy up and then that's what she'll have. And so for me. So uh, with butter and MCT oil. So right. So generally, right? most times she'll do the MCT oil, mm-hmm. emulsified MCT oil, vanilla. Um, and then she'll do the grass-fed butter, coffee, the Four Sigmatic coffee, and a, three drops of English toffee stevia. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm on the road, it creamy. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's, it's absolutely wonderful. Um, when I'm on the road, just getting a cup of hot water. You know, I bring I get high quality water when I travel. You know, I'll stop at Whole Foods or whatever and go grab a bunch of bottles, bottled in glass. You know, and um, so most hotels have a coffee maker mm-hmm. and so i just pour the water in there let it boil i'll put the you know uh, coconut oil is easy to travel with so i usually sure, use sure. coconut oil mm-hmm. on the road mm-hmm. throw that in the, into my cup add let the hot water go in there add the four sigmatics stir it up and there you go Voila. you know and um also you know with chaga things like that so you can cut that bitterness with fats or add a little bit of a sweetener a natural sweetener a little bit of stevia here and there but i would encourage you to get familiar and to to have that relationship and enjoy that. Have a bitter relationship. Ha- no, not a, what? <laughs> no. Get, start to get more comfortable with bitter. I don't, I don't know about that line, but <laughs> just, just to have like that appreciation for the flavors, uh-huh. you know, have a greater uh, appreciation for those flavor notes mm-hmm. because there's so much beauty and value in these different things, these different sensations to get you more familiar with the food. Like so that. what's different mm-hmm. about you guys and how you did stuff is you, you didn't just do one extraction method. You did both. So let's talk a little bit about that. So yeah, I mean, so it used to be that I would buy the exact same mushroom science capsules and I would open them in my smoothie. But also I knew that if I want to get the brain-boosting benefits of lion's mane, I need to get these fat-soluble compounds. So I was like either tincturing myself or buying tinctures. And so I had to like combine two products. So getting two-in-one uh, it was great. And then the second part is that because I was constantly opening these capsules and sometimes I was opening 10, 15 capsules. Oh. Like, this is so annoying. Why can't I just have it ready to go? You know, so that was the other inspiration. And finally, the flavoring of using synergistic herbs is good to understand that historically we've never would have just had coffee. So what you just described, what she does is actually really smart. Also herbalism is that we take a main herb and a supporting herb and the delivery system here, the fats, and we put it together and everything absorption gets way better. Yeah. So it's it's good to know that single herb stuff is not that common. We've always had like few things that worked better together. So um just wanted to make an easier to use product, an alternative to capsules that would have both of these important things rather than having them separately. 
and bring it in a way and flavor that is more convenient for people. So I travel as well and I'm carrying my milk frother to make my tonics yeah. all over. Actually, you turned me on to the Onnit emulsified MCT, which makes it a lot easier. Yeah. But still, I'm with my milk frother everywhere in hotel room making <laughs> these tonics. Uh, by the way, a great purchase. If you go to Ikea, it's like a few bucks. It's like the right. best purchase ever. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so I just wanted to make it convenient, more accessible to people, because I knew that it's not just about education. Like if it would just be in a question of mushroom education, mushrooms would already been big 20, 30 years ago. It was more about making it so easy for people that they don't have to make any sacrifice to their current lifestyle and they can still reap the benefits. And once they start reaping the benefits, they become, they notice it. And then it's easier to move into more advanced stuff. But in the beginning, before you've known, you're like, mushrooms what are these guys talking they have a, so so first you got to feel it and in order to feel it, you got to make it super super simple so that was our goal we want to you know popularize the consumption of these mushrooms and make the world's healthiest coffee products and that's what we're aiming to do yeah and you guys are doing a great job and um Thanks. i, I want to talk about one more of my favorite medicinal mushrooms and of course there are several more that you guys and people can go over and check out your website check out the products it's foursigmatic.com so it's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C dot com forward slash M-O-D-E-L. And you're going to get 15% off yeah. too as well. They hooked us up. <laughs> uh, so head over and check that out. Um, but I want to talk about, since we've brought it up a couple of times now, that I use this you know, pre-workout for training, that kind of thing, cordyceps. So let's talk about cordyceps. There was some weird stuff. Like back in the day when I first learned about it, it's like growing on top of a snail head and it's like re super rare and like only the emperor could drink it. Let's talk about some of the history with cordyceps and what makes it so valuable. Yeah, actually cordyceps is probably the mushroom that, that or reishi that people will know first. It's the most sold medicinal mushroom in, in America. And a lot of people who take it don't know it's a mushroom. So they take it in some kind of a you know, pre-workout booster package, part of other things, and it's just on the list. But cordyceps is a, is a funky mushroom. Um, it's known, it became kind of an internet sensation. It's became like a meme because there's a BBC documentary where the cordyceps essentially grows from, from these ants and comes out from their head like an alien that, that freaked out a lot of people. But it does, in wild, it does grow on moths and other things animals and it is synergistic so don't you don't have to wear it worry about it it's super safe for humans so there's many kinds of cordyceps and none of them are lethal for humans but it was only originally found when the the sherpas were in the tibet they were checking out they were all tired and they were having yaks so yaks are like these big bulls or oxes that they carry stuff in these mountains and they were all tired and suddenly they started grazing on this thing which was odd which was cordyceps mushroom and then suddenly these yaks had all these life force and they were like jumping around and the sherpas were like wait a minute what happened there <laughs> and they started eating it and they figured out that it has all these life force for they're jumping so, around and humping don't leave yeah, that part right. out yes yeah. <laughs> i try to keep it pc but yeah they were humping for sure and so anyway so it became a thing and for almost 2,000 years in Oriental cultures, it was like the best kept secret. And it was very expensive. It still is in wild, very expensive. And only the emperors were allowed to use it. And then 93 um, world championships came when, when females broke multiple different long-distance world records. And these everybody thought it was doping because they run 10K under 30 minutes, insane stuff. And they tested them multiple times and they were clean. And their 
their coach was just like, yeah, it was cordyceps. Like everybody takes it. So then the Western world started tuning up to it. And, and there's now been studies in, in Stanford and other great schools. And what we figured out is two big things. Very interesting. One is VO2 max improvement. So maximum oxygen intake into our body. So instead of coffee or sugar, we can be more energized by having more oxygen in your lungs. That's a whole Wim Hof method or any, any of these breathing methods, yoga is about oxygenating our body. So cordyceps can help with that. And the other part is cellular energy, so this ATP production. So essentially we get more lubricated in producing energy. So we get more efficient in creating energy in our body naturally. So it's a great pre-workout booster for anybody who wants to get rid of coffee or have adrenal fatigue. But it's also great, I think, for cognitive function because that mitochondria and that en cellular energy also affects our brain power. So I would I I wouldn't shy away from combining that with lion's mane if you have to think and focus and do a lot of brain activity going on. So that's the short yeah. Short story. That's, that's, awesome. that's funny enough. One of my favorite combos, you know. And I didn't <laughs> I didn't ask him about this. Just that once you start to get into this, you know, you start to understand and have this natural affinity mm -hmm. and, and guidance. It's so weird, you know, and I love that he keeps on saying, you know, keeping it on the science tip because that's what our show is really about. Mm -hmm. But some things are just, you know, you have to get hands on and experience firsthand to be able to explain it. And uh, I think it's wonderful. There's so much research coming out now really showing the benefits. But this, these have been used for thousands upon thousands of years with cordyceps, for example. And just today, it's not like it just came out last week, some hit supplement. But the way that we're using it is now upgraded because this company, you know, Taro, thank you so much for creating this, um, is using a dual extraction method, getting the goodies from both parts, you know, from getting the, uh, the only the water extractable parts and the alcohol extractable parts. And then we've got the knowledge base to add a little bit of fats along with mm -hmm. it to really mm -hmm. get all the goodies from it that we're trying to get. And I think it's absolutely amazing. There's so many great things that you're bringing to bear. And uh, I really appreciate you so much for having the courage to, to create this company. I know if I was to do this, this is how I would do it, you know, and you did it for me because I wanted no part of putting in all the, the energy and effort into into making something so amazing like this because my gift is somewhere else. Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful to be able to share you and share your message That's with right. other people. And I want to ask you one final question, man. Mm -hmm. What is the model or the example that you're here to set with the way that you're living your life personally? That's a great question. I think I go back to it every year and I re-ask that question by myself. And I think the big thing is consciousness of that we're all one. Not, not in a, just in a spiritual way, but also physically. Like we're all particles, we're all vibrations, we're all literally one. So from the Big Bang to today, we're all made out of the same particles and sometimes we don't behave and think like that. And I personally think, I think that it comes in baby steps and you can change the world you know, 180 degrees in one day. It comes in small changes and I, every time uh, I've like helped people use mushrooms and to heal their gut or lower inflammation. Within six months, they usually made some huge life change or something improvement in their life. So my just mission is is to mobilize the shrooms and be their PR agency, mm. and through that help with global consciousness, and uh, you know, in 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 an easy and applicable way by. For example, upgrading their coffee. So rather than trying to do like a big thing, just try to start small and take it from there. Yeah, Perfect. baby. But coffee is a big deal. So you done great. <laughs> yeah, Man, so can you let everybody know where they can connect with you personally, where they can find you and uh, anything else you want to want to share before we close up? 
Cool. Yeah, I mean, just guys, give mushrooms a chance in any form or another. And it doesn't have to be our company. Uh, but yeah, you said it. You can go to foursigmatic.com slash model and to get the special discount we hooked you guys up with. And uh, also at the site there, we have a Mushroom Academy. We have now a beta version and soon now coming up with a totally next level Mushroom Academy. So Mushroom Academy is 100% free online e-learning about mushrooms in wow. general. So if this awesome. caught your eye on it and you got a little excited and want to learn more and let's do this and let's go foraging and what what are these other mushrooms like turkey tail or maitake or shiitake, you can you can go there and we'll just, you know, try to educate, do the best we can in educating the nitty-gritty details of these mushrooms. But just guys, give mushrooms a chance. You can go check out foursigmatic.com and, and uh, yeah, meet us on social we're kind of like try to be everywhere. So <laughs> Instagram, awesome. Facebook, you know, you know, so the usual places. You do it yeah. better that you do Snapchat, you do Instagram, <laughs> you do everything. We're not there yet, but we're we're uh, aspiring to be you. you hey know? man, <laughs> oh, thank you, man. I'm just learning from my Come teachers, along. man. Yeah, and um, yeah. man, thank you so much for sharing your gift and for sharing all these these insights today. It's been really, really powerful and eye opening. So thank you so much, man. Thanks a lot. Rock out with your shroom out. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, thank you so much shroom for tuning into the show today. Yeah. Uh, wow, there's there's a lot to digest here, mm-hmm. and but not digest mushrooms, <laughs> right? Because it has the chitin. You need to break mm-hmm. it down, right? Mm-hmm. As you learned today. Um, that's why we need the proper training. We need to learn from our ancestors. Mm-hmm. We need to learn from brilliant people who've studied those ways and that connection. Uh, Tara has a really deep connection to this process, you know, with his his family history. Uniquely and it's a beautiful qualified. thing, right? It's a unique beautiful. qualification. Mm-hmm. But also, he's a genuinely good guy. Like, like, he's a really, him. it's like, man, why do you got to be so good? <laughs> it's just too good. <laughs> um, so definitely head over, check them out, foursigmatic.com forward slash model. So again, that's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com forward slash M-O-D-E-L. Write it down. Take a picture. Do whatever you got to do. Make sure that you head over there and check them out. Uh, it's something I've been using for a very long time now. It's a daily part of my life. And I, don't, I definitely, everything that I do has a purpose mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. And I just want to make sure that you are taking advantage of such a health-giving, beautiful thing that we all have access to. And in a higher way, because it's so funny, his story parallels mine so much. Like 10 years ago, where it's like standing over our blenders, like opening up 15 capsules and, you know <laughs> what I'm saying, trying to have that palate exchange yeah. and getting these rare things that we were studying about and experimenting with when this wasn't in popular culture yet. You didn't hear it on the Dr. Oz show yet to find out what it does, you know, and looking at the research and all those things. But uh, he's made it incredibly easy. And uh, I, I want to also take cool. away today the fact that you are very, these mushrooms are similar are to cousins. you, right? right? They have this, the same, when we're talking about the similarity, the DNA, the RNA, Wow, that's some magical stuff. That should make you think that our our, our reality is a, a lot bigger and more vast than we can kind of uh, drill it down to be sometimes and get connected to the fact that we are a part of this, yep. you know, we're a part of this amazing reality, this amazing planet, and to embrace mm-hmm. that and to be more conscious of that. And how, you know, I love you mentioned that we're all connected. We are literally like, we're not going anywhere, except that guy on that rocket, uh, but we're not going anywhere. We're together here in part of this body, you know, part, we're the fruiting body in, a, in many ways. And that connection to the mycelium, you know, that, that interconnected network That's that right. the earth is where we're getting all of our food mm-hmm. and these amazing mushrooms. 
and the spores, you know, the life force that's in the air that we breathe. It's right it's just us. a really yeah, fascinating powerful. thing. And I'm, I'm very grateful to be able to share this with you guys. And I hope that you got a lot of value out of this. So take care. Have an amazing day. And I'll talk with you soon. And make sure for more after the show, you head over to TheSeanStevensonModel.com. That's where you can find the show notes. And if you got any questions or comments, make sure to let me know. And please head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and let everybody know that our show is awesome and you're loving it. And I read all the comments, so please leave me a comment there. And take care, everybody. promise to keep giving you more powerful, empowering, great content to help transform your life. Take care.